Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're here to talk all about the CW's Superman and Lois, which is moving quickly towards a season two as we got some details on that. Season two is going to premiere Tuesday, January 11th on the CW. Yeah, that's that is closely approaching. I mean, it's when we're recording this, it's going to be December in like two days. And so January, if I've done my calculations, is the month after that. So that is a lot closer than I thought we were going to get. And it's it's very welcome news. I'm, I'm very excited to hear that. Yeah, assuming the world works similar yeah. to how it, how it normally does. Yeah, we're getting really close. Uh, that's exciting. I guess it, we shouldn't be that surprised. We were guessing it would be January. Yeah. Of course, debuted in February this past year, but January 11th. That's exciting. It's going to keep its Tuesday release, but it is going to move up from the 9, 8 central time it was in to the 8, 7 central time slot. So it's moving up an hour to, I think, a slightly more coveted time slot. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a huge thing. And I think it's slightly more popular. And with this being a bit of a family show, I think it's nicer that it's a little bit earlier than it than it was. I don't think it's going to make a huge difference in terms of rating or anything. Obviously, streaming and all of that is much more important for this show. But yeah, uh, exciting still on Tuesday nights. Yep, still Tuesdays. And like you said, it's moving up that hour. Selfishly, I, I like that because then I can go to bed earlier because I'm an old man. But I, like you said, I think... I would, if I had to guess, I'd say like 75% of people probably watch it streaming instead of watching it live. Maybe that's a little overblown, but I don't know. I I think you're right. Yeah. But like you said, hopefully this brings in maybe some younger people because it really is a a pretty family appropriate show, I think. So uh, I'm excited that it's moving into that 8 p.m. slot. So my, I believe all of season one will be available on the CW's website until 30 days before season two. So that's going to drop off in sometime in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think they'll only keep five episodes. Sometimes it's the most recent five. Season two, once it starts, all of it will stay on until 30 days before, knock on wood, a, a potential season three. Um, so that's just a heads up if you want to stream it, rewatch it before it leaves the CW's app. Otherwise, that your options are, of course, it's on HBO Max in the US, or you can buy it. The Blu-ray's out now, the DVD, you can buy it digitally, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't know really anything about season two, um, except for... We've had a few pieces of casting, and now we know when it will release. Yeah, they. I would, I'm a little surprised with how early this is coming out that there we didn't see anything really at Fandom about it. But at the same time, it's not like they're not going to have the whole season done on January 11th. They they'll have however many episodes, five or six ahead, and then they're working as they go. So it, it's not super surprising that we didn't see anything there. But I I I don't want to. I don't know what to guess when we'll actually see a trailer for the for the next season. Maybe maybe a month out, you know, after those those episodes leave the the CW website. Yeah, I think I think four weeks out was when the Flashes trailer was exactly four weeks out. Yeah, um, for this season, so it wouldn't be surprised me if it's around a month out that they do that, and that would make sense for the finale of their uh, crossover event if they had something to play for Superman and Lois. Hey, it's mm-hmm. coming back next month before they go on break. I think that would be smart. So I, I would guess sometime around then we would get to see it. And I think they're on episode six now. So mm-hmm. depending on how long the holiday break is, they should have seven or eight filmed at least by the time the show debuts. Hopefully it's um it's not a huge lead time, but hopefully there's not as many weird breaks as there were last year. Obviously some of that was related to COVID, um, but hopefully the, the schedule is less weird. There's still going to be some breaks, I'm sure. during. It's not going to be straight through season two yeah. but but hopefully the breaks aren't too weird i'm trying to remember too do we know 
how many episodes are going to be total in the second season? I don't think there's any, been anything official out, okay. about that. Um, I would guess it would be similar to the 15 it was last year, but there's there's nothing official. Okay, cool. But for season one, UK fans, the BBC has acquired the broadcast rights for Superman and Lois season one. So it's going to air on the BBC one starting Saturday, December 4th at 5.40 p.m. <laughs> uh, it's also going to be on their iPlayer streaming service. Mm-hmm. The episodes then. So finally, a month before season two airs, season one will be getting a UK release. And hopefully this will just, this is like an ongoing agreement and they'll they'll get season two in kind of the same uh schedule as well it's it's awesome that it's going to be streaming as well so that you don't have to get your tv on at 5 40 p.m that's kind of a weird time to watch it but yeah this is really exciting we've i know we've had a lot of people ask on twitter how they can watch it if they're in the uk but uh here's your answer so this is this is really exciting and adding more more fans to the audience yeah absolutely i'm guessing the weird thing is if you are going to be watching superman and lois for the first time you're probably not listening to this season two preview. So right. <laughs> it'd be tough for you to get the news. So it's this weird uh, loop, I guess. But this is cool. I'm glad it's getting a UK release. I believe BBC One is like the most watched TV channel in the UK. Hmm. And that time slot, I don't know if it's the exact same or similar to what Doctor Who gets. So I think it's a, I don't know how popular Saturday evening television is in the UK in December, but hopefully it brings in a lot of new viewers, brings in new fans and and the show has success there. Yeah, and maybe if the response is big enough that it gets they get season two earlier than uh, than they've had to wait to get season one. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about the CW's Armageddon event, Tyler Hecklin was in fact approached to appear in it. This was revealed on an interview with the Flash showrunner Eric Wallace. It was a written interview on with the Flash podcast. Yeah, so he said, I called Tyler up, I've known him since my Teen Wolf days, and said, hey Tyler, can I run a favor past you? We tried and he wanted so badly to be on this, but he did say to me, I'll give you some good news, Eric. I'm so sorry because of scheduling conflicts and COVID, I can't do Armageddon, but I owe you one and I'll be on your show the next time you call. And I said, I'm going to hold you to that. So hopefully we'll get him because, again, I've known Tyler for years. He's such an incredible guy and Bitsy Tullock, who plays Lois Lane, uh, so he's an incredible guy, and Bitsy, who I met on Crisis on Infinite Earths. She's just a sweetheart, and I can't wait to have them over on The Flash, just not this time. So this this kind of lines up with what I think we've talked in some previous episodes of may, they're not going to be in the crossover, but maybe a special episode of The Flash where just Superman or Superman and Lois just kind of show up, that we've had those sort of episodes in the past on The Flash, and it looks like we might get one of those again with, with these characters. Yeah, absolutely. And I know people are split about Superman being in the armageddon like i said before i'm all things being equal sure i'd love to see more of clark or or lois but if it didn't work out uh, and tyler had these scheduling issues and it it was still tricky uh in terms of travel getting across the border and all of that so i totally understand that it that not worked but i think there's a a non-zero chance there's some sort of crossover for superman and lois this year i don't you know i'm not expecting a big full thing maybe they're waiting till armageddon is over or closer to over the CW is to announce things like that, maybe a smaller crossover. There was that one they almost had with Batwoman last year that was canceled because of COVID precautions. Um, so something like that, you know, where maybe Lois shows up on the flash to deal with, you know, work with Iris on something or, you know, something smaller and Superman could pop up anywhere, anything like that. I think there's a non-zero chance that that happens for Superman and Lois in season two. Yeah, it does always, I think I always have to like put some of my, prejudices aside when they they bring superman and the other shows because you have to create a threat that 
is big enough that the Flash can't handle it on his own and Superman has to show up, which then makes you wonder, like, well, why doesn't Superman just do everything and solve everything? And sometimes the the stories that they tell on these other shows don't really line up so well with the ongoing story that is, is happening on Superman and Lois, the main show. But it's I put all that aside and I end up really enjoying those sorts of episodes anyways, just because it's cool to see these characters together. Yeah. And I don't I don't think Hecklin would have had a huge role in Armageddon, but Eric Wallace was one of the writers on the first Elseworlds episode of The mm-hmm. Flash, which was where Bitsy Tulloch was introduced as Lois Lane and Tyler Hecklin. I still think probably my favorite use of Tyler Hecklin as Superman uh, prior to Superman of Lois and Lois, of course, was on that episode of The Flash, probably the best written. So maybe that could have could have been cool, but I'm not it's not a huge deal that he's not in Armageddon. But I do think some some sort of crossover is going to happen sooner or later. Nice. And other exciting news. Jenna Dewan is going to reprise her role as Lewis, Lucy Lane in season two. Uh, this first came from The Hollywood Reporter. If you didn't know, Dewan appeared in 13 episodes in season one of Supergirl as the younger sister of Lois, Lucy. So doesn't say how many episodes she's going to be in or anything like that. It is going to be a recurring role. Uh, what do you think about this? This is really cool. I'm glad they're kind of filling out the the family even more. We're getting some more extended family. Um, Lois, all we have right now is Sam Lane, her her dad. I, I don't know if we didn't, we never really heard where what happened to her mom or have seen any interactions or flashbacks with her mom. So it's cool to bring more of her family in, especially because this show is so centered on telling stories around family. So I'm I'm really excited. And it's it's cool that they got the same actor to, to come in and play her that was on Supergirl. So uh, it makes me want to go back and watch the first season of Supergirl again to, to see how she she did in that role there. Yeah, like we were talking about, we don't know much about season two, but of what we've heard, this is probably the most exciting bit of news about season two that we've heard so far. They're like this, this I was really excited to hear. Um, I don't, I haven't seen season one of Supergirl. I think since it first aired, so I don't have great memories. But I remember liking Jenna Dewan in the role as Lucy Lane. I think she's a similar age to Bitsy Tolkien. She might be a few, like six weeks older or something like that. But they're similar. Usually, Lucy is the younger sister of Lois and and everything we know about her of course was from Earth 38 so we don't know if if that's all going to be similar if she's going to have a similar background uh she was had this military background she worked with the DEO she was kind of a big role in towards the end of season 1 and General Sam Lane was there of course played by a different actor and there were a lot of interesting things they did with the character she was first brought on as a romantic foil for Kara as mm-hmm. she was James Olsen's ex-fiance, I believe, and and all that. So I don't know how much of that backstory they're going to be keeping. I would guess it would be something similar, probably do a a loose, might as well keep it similar. But I don't know how much of that applies on Earth Prime. But I'm really excited about this. This is a show about family, and they didn't touch on Lois's family much at all last year outside of General General Lane. And I don't think they ever mentioned Lucy or any, any siblings that Lois had had. And I don't think they ever mentioned her mom. Yeah. Right. So this will be a really cool way. I don't know how much they're going to get into it, how much they're going to explore that if she's just in a couple episodes. But yeah, the family, the family dynamic between Lane sisters and and the general, and what was that like growing up with with General Sam Lane as a father? How did that shape them? And how did, how did that hinder them? I think there's a lot of really cool stuff they can explore there, and I'm excited to see what all they do with it. Yeah. If I if I had to put my cynical hat on for a little bit um, and 
maybe see something not great about it is I hope they don't go the direction where maybe they bring her in and she ends up being Lois's right-hand man to to go out and do all the investigative journalism and stuff because I'd really like to see Clark do that more with Lois. Um, but like we said, we really don't know how they're going to use this character at all. Yeah, that's a good point. I, th- I could see them maybe teaming up for something, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be that. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it'll be more... Uh, just the family dynamic she'll be hanging out at the kent farm that's got to be getting crowded yeah (laughs) there so i don't i don't think they'll do that but they could yeah uh more casting news juliette amara who is on riverdale and the porter has joined season two as a recurring guest star according to deadline so she's going to portray a new student at smallville high whose past is riddled with secrets not a whole lot of info to take from that but uh more students at smallville which is good there's there are a lot of students but we don't really we haven't really gotten deep with many of their stories at all yeah absolutely there's basically from the boys point of view there is football players and there's love interest so i don't know yeah. if <laughs> this character will be falling in either of those categories but um it, it will be nice I, I really like this description it's a new student whose past is riddled with secrets I, I like that they're just saying yeah this is a mystery character we're not going to tell you anything yeah. about that i'm totally <laughs> fine with that i think that's cool if, if they're going to do something like that, I'd rather them do that than say we have cast dark side and then it's revealed. Right. The <laughs> dark side is like a nickname that the character goes by for uh, unknown reasons. So no, I think, I think that's cool. I don't know how she'll fit in or anything like that, but it looks like Smallville high is obviously going to have a continued role in season two. Not surprisingly. Yep. And another piece of news, Amy Jo Johnson announces she will be directing an episode of Superman on list on Instagram. If you don't know who Amy Jo Johnson is, she is, known for acting uh kimberly hart the pink ranger on mighty Morphin power rangers back in the 90s that was uh the original pink ranger was kind of her breakout role i guess she was been on felicity she's been on flashpoint she's done a lot of a lot of different things acting she was in suzy q the movie that was a i think a disney channel movie where she starred with justin whalen jimmy olsen from lois and clark and and a weird bit of trivia if you want that um but she's been directing in recent years she's done her own shorts and she's done a couple independent feature films the space between and tammy's always dying i don't think she's done any tv before but she has done a couple feature films and uh, yeah i think this is really cool and really exciting yeah i i'm not super familiar uh with her work i i didn't get into power rangers uh when i was that age uh but this is this is really cool to give somebody uh, a shot who maybe hasn't done a tv episode yet to direct it but obviously she does have some directing experience in other areas so and uh, a pretty uh, recognizable enough name that'll probably bring some of her fans in to watch a show who wouldn't watch a show otherwise so this is really cool yeah i agree and this show continues to bring in people who are not um not not the same old names from the from the different cw shows they're, they're thinking outside the box in terms of not just looking at okay who's done a superhero show who's done a cw show or anything like that they're looking outside the box obviously she's got some superhero experience acting wise but none of that um so i think that's cool i don't know how much of a difference you know it's directing and it's not the not as important in tv as it is in films i mean it's still hugely important but they can only do what's written and all that but i think it gives people a different perspective and lets them kind of think about what they look at things from a different point of view and bring a different eye and I think that's really cool that they continue to do that, mixing that in with people who have worked on superheroes before. I just like yeah. that. So she's going to be doing season two, episode six, which does not have a title or release date or anything like that yet. All right. Well, that is all we have. A short news episode, but we'll be back soon previewing season two before it actually comes out. So 
Thanks for listening. We'll be back then.